The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. All right, good Tuesday afternoon to you. I'm Mac McCoy along with my co-host, Theo, the alumnus from Dallas Theological Seminary. Very glad to have Theo with us today. And we are in the midst of what I think is going to be a two or three year study of the Book of Romans. And uh, the good news is after this week, I believe, um, you're going to be able to watch these programs on Roku. Uh, we're going to be on Roku, and they'll all be stored there. And uh, Ted has had a emoji made of him, and so we'll get a, a good idea of what Ted looks like. Actually, the emoji came from, I think, when he was like 28, and he's now reaching Methuselah's age, so he'll look much better on the screen than he will from uh, from in person. Now, I will tell you that he's threatened to make an emoji of what he thinks I look like, so we'll just have to see how that comes out. Anyway, we are on week 53 of the Roman Road, and uh, what's the big idea this week, Ted? Back the big idea of the day for week 53 is justified believers are in Christ Jesus, dead to sin, but alive to God. Today, Mac, you and I will continue our discussion of what it means to be in Christ, as stated twice in Romans 8, 1 through 2. We have been going through 17 things that are true about those who are in Christ. First, let's pray and review. Thank you, Lord, that we can be together today to study the book of Romans. Considering where we are in Christ, may we understand that we justified believers are in Christ Jesus, dead to sin, but alive to God. Thank you for the gospel, the good news. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He rose on the third day according to the scriptures. In that process, he gave us the free gift of salvation through faith only. And now may everything we say and do be honoring to you. In your name we pray. Amen. So, Mac, for many weeks we've been talking about Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 2 which uses the phrase, in Christ, twice. Verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Secondly, in Romans 8.2, it describes the principle or power, nomos in Greek, called the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which can overcome the principle or power of sin and death which Paul said has imprisoned him back in Romans chapter 7, verse 23. Let's continue our discussion about that by looking at some of the characteristics Romans chapters 5 and 6 say about those who are 
in Christ. Well, as always, Theo, and we've been talking about the 17 characteristics, which we'll get to. Uh, each week we cover a different one. But every time we um, every time we study this, the first thing I hear when I hear you teach is I don't really feel like I'm good enough to be in Christ. What if there's some overwhelming darkness in me? But by the end of your teaching, I realize that uh, there's no such thing as good enough. I am a Christian. I do follow Jesus. And there's no such thing as a better or worse Christian. So I'm looking forward to your teaching today on what it is in week 53, which is Romans 6.11. So go for it. Yeah, so I love the way, Mac, you are putting the truth ahead of what I would call misplaced feelings. But we're all human, and we tend to do that. That's why we wanted to go through these 17 things that are true about people who are in Christ, the Christians, the Jesus followers. So last week, we discussed number 11 of 17, that those in Christ are no longer in bondage to sin. This week, we're going to discuss number 12 of 17, and that is that justified believers who are in Christ Jesus are dead to sin, but alive to God. So to do that, let's read out of Romans 6:11 that gives us this truth. And here's what it says. So then, consider or reckon yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God, in Christ Jesus. Mac, this is the first time Paul is issuing an exhortation or command in the book of Romans, an imperative, if you will. Here we've gone from doctrine to doing, from directions to directives. That's how important this is. We are to reckon ourselves as dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. R.C. Sproul, in his Romans commentary, helps us understand the meaning of reckon. In the old Western movies, a person would say, Do you think it's going to rain today? <laughs> and the response would be, I reckon. Gee, many. So it means, I think so. In my judgment, that is true. Remember back in verse 2 of chapter 6, Paul informed us of our death to sin? But now he is issuing a strong imperative to consider and reckon ourselves to that truth, that we are dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, as we see in Romans 6.11. Now, Mac, this doesn't mean that we are immune to sinning, but it does mean that sinning is now out of character. Those in Christ have been set free from slavery to sin. Another analogy I could bring up would be like if we move from a place like the deep southern United States to a place like northern Alaska, we must reckon ourselves as dead to the weather patterns of a semi-tropical climate to the weather patterns of an Arctic climate. Our clothing, transportation, etc. should and must take that into account. One must judge that weather change as true. Similarly, we justified believers who are in Christ have died to sin and been made alive 
in Christ Jesus. We need to think of and regard ourselves in those terms. All right, so when we apply this to Romans 6.11, do I hear you saying we should reach the conclusion, or as you like to say, reckon yourself, (laughs) that you are dead to sin, but you have been set free from the mastery of sin through Christ? Do you reckon? (laughs) I think you put it pretty well, Mac. According to what this says, we are now alive to God. And to be alive to God, we have to recognize that we have, we are now dead. We have been set free from that death, and we have now been placed into life in Christ. And that is a change that has occurred. It's a fact, and we should think of that as true. Just as much as if, Mac, you go to the bank and you make a deposit for $100. What you do then is you pull out your checkbook, and over on the right-hand side, you put a deposit. You write it in there as $100, and you then treat that as true. You've been credited. Your bank account has been changed, and that is what's happened to people who are in Christ. They should reckon it and, and consider it as true. Now, what are the re- what's the result of this? The result should be, when we reckon ourselves that way, that we have noticeable fruits of the Spirit springing into our lives, like self-control and peace and joy at times of adversity. Maybe you are noticing patience or kindness springing forth. Maybe certain kinds of sin no longer reign. As you find by rain, I mean to have power or control, not... I, I reckon what you meant. <laughs> Show enough. Uh, as you find the strength uh, to resist sin, seduction, and resulting lust. Well, once again, uh, I always learn something from you. And I do appreciate that. You've... Uh, For those of you that don't know, Ted and I have known each other a very long time, and we met when he taught the Book of Romans in a Bible study, and I was just fascinated by the book, and Theo was such a good teacher that the next time he taught it, he allowed me to facilitate with him, and I think then we did it another time, and now this is our fourth time of going through Romans, and... uh, it's always a good place to be, and it's always a good place to be with you, Theo, so I appreciate it. Now, oh, we've got God, week 54 you, coming up. Uh, we've just we passed that mark. We're into our second year now, and at this yeah. rate, we should uh, be honest with you, it'll probably take about three years to get through Romans. So for you folks who want to know what we've studied in the past and what Theo has taught us, you can go back to YouTube and just search for The View from a Pew, The View from a Pew, and all of the Roman road will be there, and you can tell because the picture you'll see is not our studio, but it says the Roman road to salvation with a cross. Yeah, yeah, and next week, Mac, we're going to be talking about Romans 6.13, where we are yielded to God as his instruments of righteousness. 
Wow. We are instruments of righteousness. Yielded to God as his instruments of being of right of being of right. Right? Uh well, uh well I would say let's just call it of righteousness. Okay. Being, being right might have a little different connotation. No, I and I understand that. I appreciate that. All right. Because yeah, I'm I'm wrong a lot, Max. So I, I don't I, I don't feel fit into that exactly. I reckon you did real good today. Let me tell you that. So I've told you week by week you are in good company here with us. Next week we'll be in even better company as these programs will not only be heard on your local radio station, but they will also be heard also be heard and seen on Roku. That's right. So if you have a Roku television or you have a Roku uh, uh, fire stick, I know that's the, the improper name, but you'll go to the channel, The View from a Pew, and all these programs will be there. And we want to thank our sponsor, DivineTruthChristian.com. It is a place that when you go there to order something for Christmas, something to give to somebody for a birthday, a graduation, Whatever the case may be, it is an online store that you will actually speak to one of the family members that own this store, as well as this online site. So when you're there, make sure you tell them, Max says, I reckon I say hi. And so does Theo. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.